Turn with me to the gospel according to St. John, the 14th chapter. I'll read four verses beginning with verse 1 and 2. Our guests, if you're a first-time guest, we are so grateful. If you're a guest that hasn't joined us in the Guest Welcome Center following the service, I invite you to. We have a gift for you. We want to connect. We believe if we can connect with you and you'll continue, we'll have something to celebrate. We celebrate every Sunday at First Church, and we have so much to celebrate. Of course, we're celebrating today. We're celebrating our seniors. Next week, we'll celebrate our moms. The next week, we'll have graduation and celebrate KCA. The following week, we have First Responder Sunday or Superhero Sunday where we're going to celebrate those that give so much of their time, energy, and effort. And we're going to celebrate them. And then Memorial Day weekend is going to be here. It's hard to believe we're in May. Today is the first day of May, and we're here to say, let's celebrate Jesus. Let's do it at First Church. There's no place better than First Church to celebrate Jesus. The Word of the Lord from the Gospel according to St. John, the 14th chapter. These are the words of our Savior Himself, and He says, Let not your heart be troubled. Ye believe in God, believe also in Me. In My Father's house are many mansions. If it were not so, I would have told you. I go to prepare a place for you, and if I go, I will come again and receive you unto myself, that where I am, there you may be also. I don't know how you feel about it today, but where he is is where I want to be. And then he says this, And whither I go, ye know, and the way, ye know, and the way, you know. I'm going to preach for just a little while today from this thought. Stay in the way. Stay in the way. I want to say on the first day of May, stay in the way. I want you to tell your neighbor right now, look them square in the face and say, stay in the way. There's not a better place than in the way of the Lord. Come on, somebody that's thankful for a God that's good, give Him a little praise right now. Put your hands together and lift your voice and shout unto God with the voice of victory. I want to stay in the way. I want to stay in the way. You may be seated. Brother Clyde did such an excellent job today in Bible classes. He talked about us trusting God. And he told us the importance and the significance of trusting God. And as I mentioned, he was so transparent. He told us how that all this hell's been happening. He's been dealing with difficulty, circumstance, situation. And he's, he's found, as we all know, that the only thing that we can do in the middle of our darkness, difficulty, and despair is put our trust in God. We know that the wisest person, the wisest person that ever put pen to paper. Sister Moody, he said this, Trust in the Lord with all thine heart and lean not unto thine own understanding. In all thy ways acknowledge Him and He shall direct thy path. I thank God for a God that I can put my confidence and trust in and that He's going to lead me in the path. We heard First Lady tell the graduates, the seniors today, that there is a God that has thoughts and plans for them to give them an expected end. There is a way that has already been prepared. The same author, the same writer, the book of Proverbs tells us this. There is a way that seemeth right unto a man but the end thereof are the ways of death. 
So there are things that we think and perhaps feel in our flesh that is right, but they are not. So what what are you saying today, Pastor? I'm saying that the advice that we got from Sister Julia this morning was so powerful and insightful that we must be willing to do what he tells us to do, that we have to trust him in the face of fear and anxiety and be willing to worship our way out of the challenge and the circumstance of life. I know that Brother Clyde is not the only one at First Church that has been dealing with difficulty because the Bible tells us the intent of the adversary is to steal, kill, and destroy. The plan that the adversary has for every one of your lives and your family is to destroy them. His purpose and his plan is to get you to spend eternity with him in hell. I don't know how you feel about it today, but I don't want to go to hell and I don't want anybody going there. So I'm going to do everything I can, every opportunity that I have to point people on a path that will take them to a place called heaven. I want to go to heaven and I want everybody at First Church to go with me. So today, I say, stay in the way. Tell your neighbor, stay in the way. So that that path, that journey that flesh takes us on often is contrary to what we know the Lord to be speaking to us. There is a way that seemeth right unto a man, but the end thereof are the ways of death. Anybody ever been headed someplace and you got lost? So there's people that got lost and there's people that lied. Because about every one of us have gotten lost. So I was in an unfamiliar place. When I'm, when I'm driving around Kenneth, Sister Lulabelle, I don't need Siri to tell me where to go. I pretty much got that figured out. But when I'm in a, when I'm in a different state or somewhere that I don't know, I rely pretty heavily upon Siri. So... I put in the direct the, the address and she gives me the direction. Well, I I don't know what it was. I guess I don't know if you noticed this, but when you have at least on my iPhone, whenever I put my directions in and I'm not charged up, my directions like zap my battery. That's what happens. My my phone just starts depleting all of its energy whenever whenever there's a lot of energy that is expelled in order to give me direction, apparently. So I was going several different places while I was in Portland this past week. And when I got to this, this particular restaurant, I, I realized, I realized that I had 1% battery left. Has anybody ever felt like they had 1% battery left? Brother Clyde was telling us today, I think he's like on 0.05 battery. You know what I'm saying? He's, he got home at 5.30 and he's, he's barely here. If I keep Brother Clyde awake preaching today, I'm doing pretty good. So we find that, that uh, when we get in that situation, I, I, I'm at this restaurant in downtown Portland and I have 1% battery left. And so my, my perplexity is this. I'm going, how am I going to get back to the church? I don't have any, I, I don't know. I don't have a Rand McNally. Does anybody even know what that is? I didn't have a map in my car. I didn't, I didn't have any direction on how to get back. And so I am like, what? How am I? I'm going to eat good right now. I mean, it didn't keep me from eating. I'm going to eat good right now. But I don't know where to go when I'm done. So I was courageous enough to ask the hostess when she was so kind to seat me. I said, 
is there anybody, is there any chance, is there any way that somebody would have a charger for my Apple phone? She said, oh yeah, we got a charger in back, it's no problem. You sit right here, there's a plug in. So the whole time that I ate, I was able to plug my phone in and get my battery charged up so that I could find direction to where I needed to go. You know what, I want to come and preach to you on this Sunday morning at First Church. You may have walked in here with 1% battery and you say, I'm going to come and I'm going to eat good, but I don't know where I'm going to go from there. Let me tell you what you do. You get plugged up to the power source today and he'll give you the, a step-by-step direction. He'll say, I have a way. There is a way. There is a way that I am the way. I am the truth. I am the light. And he that trusteth in me. Get charged up. No offense, I'm not going to look at anybody, but I don't know why people would miss Wednesday night because if you can make it from Sunday to Sunday, God love you. I got to have a charge in the middle of the week. I need me a little Bible connect on Tuesday and I'm half thinking about coming to ladies prayer on Thursday. Because there's enough zapping of the battery. Does anybody know what I'm talking about? Does life and needing to find direction on how to get where where we want to go, where we need to go, does it zap anybody else's battery? I got to get to the house of the Lord. I got to have a communication with Him. And if I can get charged up and I can allow the Word of God to give me direction, I want to tell you, Siri doesn't have anything on our Savior. If you'll get charged up, God will give you direction on the way in which you need to go. Look at your neighbor and say, stay in the way. I've I've taken an opportunity when headed to St. Louis. Now, I know how to get there. I've been there enough. I go there too much. But anyway, I, I, I can pretty much drive it with my eyes closed. And unfortunately, there's a time or two that I've done that. And so, as I put the directions in, It's not for directions, Brother Bob. It's for an assessment from Siri upon my arrival time. I I don't need directions on how to get there. I just want to know how long Siri thinks it will take me. (laughs) You can figure the rest of that out on your own. There's a way that seemeth right. All right, anyway. So, I put these directions in, and I know the way to go. And I notice that when I'm out there on 55, it tells me I have this many miles to go. And I'm like, there is no change. I mean, if you want to know how far you are from home, if you want to know how far you are from Kennett on the way home from St. Louis, just look at a mile marker. Whatever the mile marker says, that's how many miles you are from home. It's brilliant. Exit 17 is where you get off, and then it's 17 miles from the highway to Kennett. So whatever the mile marker, that's how far you are from home. That came into play so nicely when we used to travel. They would say, oh, we almost home. Like, look at the mile marker. So I put this in, and it tells me that I have this many miles. And I start calculating in my mind. I'm like, no, I know that it's more miles from the Haiti exit. To Wentzville. I know that there's more miles. And so I just kept it running. And when I get to about Cape. When I get to about Cape. That's when it keeps going down. Three miles. Two miles. And I'm like I know that I'm not close to St. Louis. And then whenever it gets down to zero. It just shifts. And it says continue on. 
So in the middle, in the middle of my journey, Siri feels like for some reason she just needs to tell me, keep going. Stay in the way. Continue on. I know that it's thus and so and the mileage is exactly the way that it is, whatever the mile marker. But on Siri it's different because she wants to remind me or he wants to remind me that in the middle of the journey it's not a time to go left and it's not a time to go right. It's just time to stay in the way. And when it says continue on Highway 55 towards your destination, I'm reminded it's not time for me to give up. It's not time for me to get off on an exit ramp. It's not time for me to be distracted. It's just time for me to keep the pedal to the metal and keep on going if I'm going to get to my destination. I don't know where you are in your journey. I know the thoughts that he has for us and he wants to give us an expected end. There is a destination called heaven and I want to tell every one of you on your way to heaven. Now is not a time to look to the left or to look to the right or to get distracted or to turn around. If ever there were an hour to stay in the way I came to preach to you today continue, continue continue, stay in the way, just keep doing what you're doing, just keep praying just keep loving God, just keep coming to church, just keep worshiping I know the road gets tough and we can get weary, but today I say stay in the way tell your neighbor stay in the way stay in the way The same gospel, perhaps my favorite. You know, when you think about John, I love the book of John because John says some things that others don't because, well, he was Christ's best friend, the disciple whom Jesus loved. And Of course, we know he loves all of us, but there's favorites, you know, and I'm not going to mess with Brother Holligan too much today because he always says, you know, that the Lord's been better to him than he has been to anybody. Maybe I think what he means is he's just been better longer. You know what I'm saying? I just <laughs> starting to feel your pain, Elder. I just stay in the way. Tell your neighbor, stay in the way. So he says this if ye continue, if ye continue in my word, you want to know, you say, How do I know how to go? Well, what you do is you get the book. And you get into this word right here. That's why we celebrate at First Church Bible reading and riches any day, every day. So we ask that you that you take this word and that you study to show yourself approved unto God, a workman that needeth not to be ashamed, rightly dividing the word of truth. So you get this book. I wouldn't recommend this particular version because I couldn't read this if I had to. It's so small. <laughs> Brother Clyde, I don't know who's... This must be a Bible for people that have 2020 or something. I don't... I got worse than 2022. I don't know. Um, but, but I do know that the book... The Word works. The Word works. And so, if you continue in my Word, then are ye my disciples indeed. And ye shall know. So, I like to know the way. I like to plan and chart the course and know how to get to my final destination. And the word tells us that if we will continue in his word, then we are his disciples indeed. And you shall know the truth, and the truth shall make you free. So anybody thankful for truth today? I thank God for truth. 
I thank God for children's ministry. I thank God for youth ministry. I thank God for men's and ladies and the ministries that we have at First Church. And in every one of them, it's been designed and we desire that it would give insight, direction, and guidance on how to make it or how to stay in the way. And I would say today that this is the way that leadeth to life everlasting, to truth. And freedom. Freedom from depression. Freedom from oppression. Freedom from fear and anxiety. Freedom from the cares of life consuming you. Now I didn't say freedom from the cares of life because we all have the cares of life. But it cannot and will not consume us if we, if we know where to go on the way. Anybody ever been on a journey and you've had an emergency? You've had a situation that you, you, you were taking an exit. You were going to need to take an exit. I, I would always recommend that my girls not drink anything before we were getting ready. I, I mean, I, I tried not to be too bad as a dad, but I'm like, okay, you get three sips of water. You know what I'm saying? Because hold your tongue out. I'll put it because I knew what that, what Siri told me did not take into play that every five minutes Tess would say, I need to go to the bathroom. I'm so glad Tess is home. My, tell it all, sister. You're just like your mama. So we made way too many pit stops and detours. And now the older I get, I'm paying for my raising, if you know what I'm talking about, so. I know that on life's journey that there are situations and circumstances that take us off the path. But understand this, that the best thing that you can do, I, I have to admit, one of my pet peeves, and it seems like this is, my, my girls will tell you that I hate when there's a sign that says there's a gas station and you get off and you have to go like a mile or two to that gas station. I am like furious. I know that you don't believe that, but I am. I am like, I can't believe that they would. Of course there's a gas station if you keep going somewhere, but I don't want to get off of the road to go to a gas station two miles away. So when I'm driving, they're like, I got to go, I got to go. And I'm like, I'm waiting until I see one that's like right off the highway. If I'd have saw a porta potty like on the side of the highway, I'd have been, there we go, we're good to go. (laughs) Focused on the destination. I understand, however, in life that even when we're focused on the destination, there are pit stops and problems and circumstances that lead us off the path. What I'm trying to encourage you today is don't get distracted by the difficulties. Don't get distracted by the circumstance and situation. Deal with it with His help and then get back on the road that's leading to the path to your destination. Tell your neighbor, stay in the way. So I'm sharing on this Sunday the significance of staying on the path that he has planned for us. That's why it was so beautiful that First Lady shared with our seniors. And I speak to not only our seniors today, but every one of you about the significance of the journey that we're on being a journey that takes us to our final destination, a place that we all want to go. A place that he talks about in the text that I shared where it simply says, let not your heart be troubled. Let not your heart be troubled. Those are interesting words to speak to 
the generation that we live in. 2022, has it ever been tougher than it is right now? I mean, the challenges and the circumstances of life, we heard it referenced in class today, wars, rumors of wars, earthquakes in diverse places. I mean, there's just, there's just hell happening everywhere, and it's easy to get distracted. But he says in the midst of all of this, he knew that 2022 would come to you, and he still says, let not your heart be troubled. How could that be? How could I not be troubled? How could I not be dismayed by the difficulty and the darkness of the day? He said, you believe in God, believe also in me. For in my Father's house are many mansions. If it were not so, I would have told you. And then he says this, I go to prepare a place for you. I'm thankful today for a place that's being prepared. He said that he is going to prepare a place for me. I'm excited to hear and to see about your mansion. But when I get to heaven, I want to see mine. I go to prepare a place for you. And if I go, I will come again. So just as certain as we know that He has gone to prepare a place for us, we also know that He is coming back for each and every one of us. I go to prepare a place for you. And if I go, I will come again and receive you unto myself that where I am, there you may be also. How do I get to where He is? And then he says, and whither I go, ye know, and the way, you know. If you're to examine the word in more detail as I have, I found that the Bible says straight is the gate and narrow is the way. Straight is the gate. Consider that. Straight is the gate and narrow is the way that leadeth unto life everlasting. Yet we find the scripture tells us that broad is the way that leadeth to death and destruction. So if you want to go your own way, if you want to go the easy way, you just need to know that the end thereof are the ways of death. But if you want to go in the way, the straight and narrow way, Has anybody ever been constricted by Christ? Does anybody know what I'm talking about? Has anybody ever had something that your flesh wanted and the Spirit said no and you're like, man, that stinks? Think about it. Think about it. I remember, um, I remember whenever there was this, this deal with weight loss, they were, they were saying, there's nothing that tastes as good as thin feels. You know what I think to those kind of people? You're a bunch of liars. But I know what they're saying. They're saying basically that if you want to be physically fit and skinny, you can't go and eat six pizzas and drink 12 Dr. Peppers every midnight. Man, but pizza and Dr. Pepper sounds good right now. Can I get a witness? Is there anybody that will preach with me a little bit? What, What are you saying, Pastor? I'm saying that, of course... We want to end up in our final destination. But you don't get to go any way you want to go and get there. You have to do what I'm preaching on this Sunday. And that is stay in the way. We have to go with God. He said, I am the way, the truth, and the life. And no man cometh unto the Father but by Him. That's what the book says. So... If you would stand with me as we've reached the afternoon on the first day in May. And let me say that the 
The sermon that I share with you on this Sunday is a sermon that I purposed and planned to speak to those that are seniors. As I contemplated that, as this being Senior Sunday, I also considered that the seniors are not the only ones that are on a journey, that each one of us here today are on a journey called life. In our journey, the destination, the expectation of the destination is a place called heaven. A place that He's gone to prepare for us. And since He's gone, He will come again and receive us unto Himself that where He is there, we may be also. I pray and my heart's desire is for every person that's in this place today. To the precious people of First Church that every one of you have planned to be with me in that place. That place that He has prepared. But I feel... I feel it incumbent upon me to share with you that it's not simply a desire of heaven that gets us to heaven. It's a desire mixed with the determination that says, I am going to stay in the way. Remind you again, the wise man said, there is a way that seemeth right to a man. So when you have a way that you have designed to get to that place called heaven, the best thing that you can do is check it with the book. I told you that. I don't have a map, but I thought, how wonderful it would have been when my battery was gone and no Siri to help if I could have just opened it up and said, oh, I see I get on this highway, then I go that way, and then... I want to tell somebody something today. There's no guidance better than His. And this book, it's still in print. It's the best-selling book that's ever been written. And it's more than a book, friend. It is a road map. And for you and for me, will take us to a place called heaven. Bow your heads with me if you would and let's pray. Father, today I thank You for every person that has considered coming to First Church today with a purpose and a plan to make that place that you have prepared their heavenly home. I pray that every one of us would have in our destination plan the place that you have prepared. Now I pray that you would give us the courage and the confidence to take each step of every day that way. I pray for every person here that you would help them stay in the way. Now, I'd like to ask, if you would, everybody to bow your head, close your eyes, and begin to contemplate and consider where you are on this journey. If you're here today and you feel like what I described as your battery's running low and you need help in the middle of your hell, or maybe you're here today and you're, as I described earlier, where you're on the journey, but you just need a friendly reminder to continue and to stay in the way. I wonder if you'd just slip your hand up and say, Pastor, I need you to help me today. I need you to help me and to pray because I want to stay in the way. But life gets tough and challenges and circumstances that I deal with are difficult. God bless the hands that have gone up. What I'd like to ask right now is for them to begin to sing and play. And as they do, anybody that wants help in the middle of your hell, just step out from where you are and find at this altar a road map, a sign, a help, a strength. 
There is at this altar help for you to stay in the way. As they sing, would you come and find a place to pray? He'll help you stay in the way. Jesus is the end.